0: Today's reading begins in Genesis, chapter 26, starting in verse 17. Isaac departed from there, encamped in the valley of Gerar, and lived there. Isaac dug again the wells of water, which they had dug in the days of Abraham his father, for the Philistines had stopped them after the death of Abraham. He called their names after the names by which his father had called them. Isaac's servants dug in the valley, and found there a well of flowing water. The herdsmen of Gerar argued with Isaac's herdsmen, saying, The water is ours. So he called the name of the well Essek, because they contended with him. They dug another well, and they argued over that also, so he called its name Sitna. He left that place and dug another well. They didn't argue over that one, so he called it Rehoboth. He said, For now the Lord has made room for us, and we will be fruitful in the land. He went up from there to Beersheba. The Lord appeared to him the same night and said, I am the God of Abraham your father. Don't be afraid, for I am with you and will bless you and multiply your offspring for my servant Abraham's sake. He built an altar there, and called on the Lord's name, and pitched his tent there. There Isaac's servants dug a well. Then Abimelech went to him from Gerar, with Ahuzath his friend, and Phicol the captain of his army. Isaac said to them, Why have you come to me, since you hate me, and have sent me away from you? They said, "'We saw plainly that the Lord was with you. We said, Let there now be an oath between us, even between us and you, and let's make a covenant with you, that you will do us no harm, as we have not touched you, and as we have done to you nothing but good, and have sent you away in peace. You are now the blessed of the Lord.' He made them a feast, and they ate and drank. They rose up some time in the morning, and swore an oath to one another. Isaac sent them away, and they departed from him in peace.' The same day Isaac's servants came and told him concerning the well which they had dug, and said to him, We have found water. He called it Sheba, therefore the name of the city is Beersheba to this day. When Esau was forty years old, he took as wife Judith, the daughter of Beeri the Hittite, and Basemath, the daughter of Elon the Hittite. They grieved Isaac's and Rebekah's spirits. When Isaac was old, and his eyes were dim so that he could not see, he called Esau his elder son, and said to him, My son? He said to him, Here I am. He said, See now, I am old. I don't know the day of my death. Now therefore, please take your weapons, your quiver and your bow, and go out to the field and get me venison. Make me savory food, such as I love, and bring it to me, that I may eat, and that my soul may bless you before I die. Rebekah heard when Isaac spoke to Esau his son, Esau went to the field to hunt for venison, and to bring it. Rebekah spoke to Jacob her son, saying, Behold, I heard your father speak to Esau your brother, saying, Bring me venison, and make me savory food, that I may eat, and bless you before the Lord before my death. Now therefore, my son, obey my voice according to that which I command you. Go now to the flock, and get me two good young goats from there. I will make them savory food for your father, such as he loves. You shall bring it to your father, that he may eat, so that he may bless you before his death. Jacob said to Rebekah his mother, Behold, Esau my brother is a hairy man, and I am a smooth man. What if my father touches me? I will seem to him as a deceiver, and I would bring a curse on myself, and not a blessing. His mother said to him, Let your curse be on me, my son. Only obey my voice, and go get them for me. He went and got them, and brought them to his mother. His mother made savory food, such as his father loved. Rebekah took the good clothes of Esau, her elder son, which were with her in the house, and put them on Jacob, her younger son. She put the skins of the young goats on his hands, and on the smooth of his neck. She gave the savory food and the bread, which she had prepared, into the hand of her son Jacob. He came to his father, and said, My father. He said, Here am I. Who are you, My son. Jacob said to his father, "'I am Esau, your firstborn. I have done what you asked me to do. Please arise, sit, and eat of my venison, that your soul may bless me.'" Isaac said to his son, "'How is it that you have found it so quickly, my son?' He said, "'Because the Lord your God gave me success.'" Isaac said to Jacob, "'Please come near, that I may feel you, my son, whether you are really my son Esau or not.'" Jacob went near to Isaac, his father. He felt him and said, The voice is Jacob's voice, but the hands are the hands of Esau. He didn't recognize him, because his hands were hairy, like his brother Esau's hands. So he blessed him. He said, Are you really my son Esau? He said, I am. He said, Bring it near to me, and I will eat of my son's venison, that my soul may bless you. He brought it near to him, and he ate. He brought him wine, and he drank. His father Isaac said to him, Come near now, and kiss me, my son. He came near and kissed him. He smelled the smell of his clothing, and blessed him, and said, Behold, the smell of my son is as the smell of a field which the Lord has blessed. God give you of the dew of the sky, of the fatness of the earth, and plenty of grain and new wine. Let people serve you, and nations bow down to you. Be Lord over your brothers. Let your mother's sons bow down to you. Cursed be everyone who curses you. Blessed be everyone who blesses you. As soon as Isaac had finished blessing Jacob, and Jacob had just gone out from the presence of Isaac his father, Esau his brother came in from his hunting. He also made savory food and brought it to his father. He said to his father, Let my father arise and eat of his son's venison, that your soul may bless me. Isaac his father said to him, Who are you? He said, I am your son, your firstborn, Esau. Isaac trembled violently, and said, Who then is he who has taken venison, and brought it to me, and I have eaten of all before you came, and have blessed him? Yes, he will be blessed. When Esau heard the words of his father, he cried with an exceedingly great and bitter cry, and said to his father, Bless me, even me also, my father. He said, Your brother came with deceit, and has taken away your blessing. He said, Isn't he rightly named Jacob? For he has supplanted me these two times. He took away my birthright. See, now he has taken away my blessing. He said, Haven't you reserved a blessing for me? Isaac answered Esau, Behold, I have made him your lord, and all his brothers I have given to him for servants. I have sustained him with grain and new wine. What then will I do for you, my son? Esau said to his father, "'Do you have just one blessing, my father? Bless me, even me also, my father.' Esau lifted up his voice and wept. Isaac his father answered him, "'Behold, your dwelling will be of the fatness of the earth and of the dew of the sky from above. You will live by your sword, and you will serve your brother. It will happen, when you will break loose, that you will shake his yoke from off your neck.'" Esau hated Jacob because of the blessing with which his father blessed him. Esau said in his heart, The days of mourning for my father are at hand. Then I will kill my brother Jacob. The words of Esau, her elder son, were told to Rebekah. She sent and called Jacob, her younger son, and said to him, Behold, your brother Esau comforts himself about you by planning to kill you. Now, therefore, my son, obey my voice. Arise, flee to Laban, my brother, in Haran. Stay with him a few days, until your brother's fury turns away until your brother's anger turns away from you, and he forgets what you have done to him. Then I will send and get you from there. Why should I be bereaved of you both in one day? Rebekah said to Isaac, I am weary of my life because of the daughters of Heth. If Jacob takes a wife of the daughters of Heth, such as these of the daughters of the land, what good will my life do me? The Gospel of Matthew, chapter 9, starting in verse 1. He, that is Jesus, entered into a boat, and crossed over, and came into his own city. Behold, they brought to him a man who was paralyzed, lying on a bed. Jesus, seeing their faith, said to the paralytic, Son, cheer up, your sins are forgiven you. Behold, some of the scribes said to themselves, This man blasphemes. Jesus, knowing their thoughts, said, Why do you think evil in your hearts? For which is easier, to say, Your sins are forgiven, or to say, Get up and walk? but that you may know that the Son of Man has authority on earth to forgive sins. Then he said to the paralytic, Get up and take up your mat, and go to your house. He arose and departed to his house. But when the multitude saw it, they marveled and glorified God, who had given such authority to men. As Jesus passed by from there, he saw a man called Matthew sitting at the tax collection office. He said to him, Follow me. He got up and followed him. As he sat in the house, behold, many tax collectors and sinners came and sat down with Jesus and his disciples. When the Pharisees saw it, they said to his disciples, Why does your teacher eat with tax collectors and sinners? When Jesus heard it, he said to them, Those who are healthy have no need for a physician, but those who are sick do. But you go and learn what this means. I desire mercy and not sacrifice, for I came not to call the righteous but sinners to repentance. Then John's disciples came to him, saying, Why do we and the Pharisees fast often, but your disciples don't fast? Jesus said to them, Can the friends of the bridegroom mourn as long as the bridegroom is with them? But the days will come when the bridegroom will be taken away from them, and then they will fast. No one puts a piece of unshrunk cloth on an old garment, for the patch would tear away from the garment, and a worse hole is made." Neither do people put new wine into old wine skins, or else the skins would burst, and the wine be spilled, and the skins ruined. No, they put new wine into fresh wine skins, and both are preserved. Psalm 10, beginning in verse 16, The Lord is king forever and ever. The nations will perish out of his land. Lord, you have heard the desire of the humble. You will prepare their heart. You will cause your ear to hear to judge the fatherless and the oppressed that man who is of the earth may terrify no more proverbs chapter 3 beginning in verse 9 honor the lord with your substance with the first fruits of all your increase so your barns will be filled with plenty and your vats will overflow with new wine